0: Bap, uh, uh.
1: He was a zombie?
2: Welcome to Halloween week number two! It's Halloween month on After Midnight. This week we're doing zombies! I'm gonna stop talking like that now. Welcome After Midnight. My name is Anthony from Montreal, Canada. I am a night shift worker. I've been for the last 16 years because during the day I take care of my two kids who are both severely autistic. It leaves me very little time, which makes me lose my mind to do anything for myself, so I keep my sanity by doing this. Every week I play five songs related to one specific topic. This is my month. It's the darkness month. It's Halloween month. So this week, Halloween week number two, we're doing zombies. Here's the first two songs. Enjoy. Hey, Tom, it's Bob
3: from the office down the hall. It's good to see you buddy. How've you been? Things have been okay that I'm a zombie now I really wish you'd let us in I think I speak for all of us when I say I understand why you folks might hesitate to submit to our demand but here's an FYI I mean, no one's gonna eat your eyes All we want to do is eat your brains We're at an impasse here Maybe we should compromise If you open up the door We'll all come inside and eat your brains I don't want to nitpick but is this really your plan? Spend your whole life locked inside a mall. Maybe that's okay. All that bigger picture stuff. But Tom, that's what I do. And I plan on eating you slowly. All we wanna do is eat your brains. We're not unreasonable. I mean, no one's gonna eat your eyes. Compromise You open up the door, we we'll all come inside. common ground somehow Meanwhile I'll report back to my colleagues who were chewing on the doors. I guess we'll table this for now I'm glad to see you take constructive criticism well Thank you for your time I know we're all busy as hell put this thing to bed when I bash your head open All we want to do is eat your brains We're not unreasonable, I mean no one's gonna eat your eyes All we want to do is
0: eat your
3: brains We're at an impasse here, maybe we should compromise Open up the door We'll all come inside and eat your brains
4: Okay, everyone just stay where they are. I'm gonna check if the coast is clear. Is it clear? No. How many?
0: Lots. Hey, zombie man, man, God put you in the can. Hey, hey, zombie man. Come on, hold on. Heads on the man, God put you in the can. Hey, on the man. Never lend a helping hand. I on a burn a man. Should be sick and fast, the woman on the left I'm
2: Screen band formed in 1982 in Glasgow. They, um, well, they're still active today, three almost 30 years later, uh, with a very different lineup, though I think there's only one member from the original lineup that's still there. But still, this is from 2008, their ninth studio album called Beautiful Future. According to the press release when the album got out, it said the album displays a hitty mix of dark electro, accelerated rock and roll riffs, and pure British pop. Whatever the hell that means. (laughs) I just like the song, so I played it. That's it. Before that, Jonathan Colton, known to his internet fans as Joko, in 2005, he was 34 years old. He decided, quits his day job. He was a software writer, dropped it, and he launched a project online that he called Ting-a-Week. For an entire year, every Friday, he would release a brand new song. And it was a massive hit. It was songs about geek culture, and this is the age of the geek. So it was a massive hit instantly, and he became one of those early internet superstars, and he makes a living as a musician now, so much that um, some of his music is featured in video games, Portal and Portal 2, if memory serves. And uh, this song you just heard, Greer Brains, is in Left 4 Dead 2. He did um, <laughs> <the> music... <laughs> For the SpongeBob musical, I kid you not, that launched in Chicago in 2016. He wrote the opening song and lyrics and music for a bunch of songs throughout the show. So, I mean, you can't get more geek than that. He had a dispute a few years ago with um, a show on Fox called Glee, as if no one knows what that is. He did a cover version, a soft acoustic cover version of a Sir mix lot song called Baby Got Back. His version, his acoustic version, was used, was ripped off literally without his consent, without any sort of royalties by the show Glee. They used this. So, of course, he sued them and said, look, it's my version. You have to pay me. And they said, no, no, no. You did an homage slash parody. There's a lot of protects that that allows you to do that. But since you do that, you don't have any royalties. And they basically said, shut the fuck up because we're giving you exposure. So he re released this song, which had a really ridiculous title, like my cover, of a cover, of Lee's cover, his song's cover, <laughs> about all that all the incident that happened with it. And he uh, gave the funds that he made from that re release to a bunch of charities, just as a slap in the face to Fox. Because who doesn't want to give a slap in the face to Fox once in a while? <laughs> That incident inspired um, an episode of The Good Wife, fifth season of The Good Wife. Alicia takes on a case of a songwriter whose uh, work gets ripped off by a conservative network and their TV show about teenagers making music. (laughs) And the musician himself was Matthew Lillard. So if you know The Good Wife, well, that episode was inspired by Jonathan Coulton. (laughs) Coming up next, a song from my third favorite album of all time. I I could spend... An entire show, easily talking just about Full Moon Fever from uh, Tom Petty in 1989. It was uh, it was a, a big year for me that year. A lot of things happened culturally, politically, and in my life. And that album um, for the next few years became a support. Support doesn't really convey what it was. It was almost a friend in many many ways, and it it. Um, it still has a really special place in my heart, and I refuse to let anyone talk smack about full moon fever. And that's all I gotta say about that
1: All down the street they're standing in line with white lips and one thing on their mind. Hey little freak with the lunch bail. Dancing at the zombie zoo Well you can make a big impression Or go through life unseen You might wind up restricted And over 17 It's so hard to be careful So easy to be led Somewhere beyond the pavement You'll find the living dead Dancing The fears it's at I don't know where she goes.
4: We'll have to bring you... Podcast Posse.
2: New York! And I don't know, put something from Simon and Garfinkel, whatever. Um,
3: oh, S- Simone and Garfinkel. Simone and, sorry,
2: Simone <laughs> and the other one. Uh, <laughs> I have a question for the, the paranormal expert in our uh, Kat, I had an argument on a discussion forum called Daily Flicks. I went there to ask for a suggestion for movies for my Halloween playlist, because every year mm-hmm. I do another one. So I listed the, the movies that I have this year, and I said, I, I think I need a few good zombie movies. And one person said, no, 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 you have one, Baba Hotep. I said, no, yes. it's a mummy movie, and all hell broke loose. Mummy versus zombies, is it the same thing, is it not? So uh, tell me, what's the difference, aside from the brains thing, what's the difference between a mummy and a zombie? Geez, where do I start? It's a living dead to uh, me, it's a living dead.
5: Uh, right? Yes, they are. But it's like saying a panther and a lion are the same. They're still big cats, but they're different. Know what I mean? Know what I mean, Vern? <laughs> <laughs> That's the best non answer ever.
2: <laughs> okay, I'm I'm gonna take that answer at face value. Thank you so much. Uh Kat, you go first. You went political. For Halloween, please uh, walk us through your song pick.
5: Um, could you refresh my memory? <laughs> is it the night? Is it the night creatures one?
2: No, it's the zombies one. We, I just asked oh. you zombies.
5: I must have nodded off. No, it's, it's okay. been a long week.
2: You went with the cranberries.
5: <laughs> yes, zombie by the cranberries. Again, I love the cran. Uh, rest in peace, you know. But yeah. she, she also had an, an incredible vocal range. It just, <laughs> I almost hurt myself just listening to her because i don't know how anybody could get pitches like that she She was was the most
2: striking voice of the 90s yeah she she was amazing it
5: was different it was unique Uh, unless um a lot of entertainers in ireland are sang like that at the time but for north america it was just like wow she's really different and i loved it
2: i um i agree it's not very halloweeny but it is it is a striking song and it's an important song um, it's pretty political, though, but I don't mind that. Yeah. I, I, I bitch Trump all the time, so I, I don't mind that at all. It was inspired <laughs> by uh, the IRA bombing in Cheshire, England in March twenty nineteen ninety three. Scott, am I right?
3: Yes, I was there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did you
5: have anything to do
2: with it?
3: <laughs> no.
2: No, you're not Irish at all. You, you sound more, more <laughs> Manchester than... Uh... <gasps>
1: I'm from South London.
2: Are oh. you? Okay. I, I, Shame on you. Dude, in Canada, we don't have the, the different classes like you do in England. We don't really care. No. You got money or you don't. That's the classes here in Canada. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter where you come from. Uh, <laughs> Scott, your pick? Astro Zombies by Misfits. Misfits. Oh, they're so good. I, I got to tell you... Um, I think they're one of the most important uh, punk rock bands of that era. They they started, I think, in 79. Well, actually, they recorded two albums. And then this one, the album, Walk Among Us, that uh, the, the, the song comes from, was the first that got released. Uh, it was released, I think, in 1981 or 82, after they had been around doing records. But no one was buying, no record label was buying it. It is uh, it is pretty hardcore. <clears> and I, um, I see tr- through that song, I see your love of Alkaline Trio. And that kind of a punk rock song, I really, I really agree with that choice. I don't always agree with you, <laughs> f- which reason, but I agree with that choice completely. So from 1982, Astro Zombies, The, midfit, the mis- mif- Misfits, and Cat went with Zombie by The Cranberries. Podcast Posse!
0: Destroying the brain. I'll repeat that by removing the head or destroying the brain.
2: Thank you so much for being with me again this week. I hope you liked it as much as I love recording this podcast, which at least is coming to an end in just uh, well after the Halloween party episode. I'm leaving you with one last song. This is supposed to be fun, so I'm leaving you with a fun song. Just just bear with me. Stick with that song. The artist is Rocky Harrison and the Aliens. It's from their 1981 album. Rocky was, was, uh, well, he was something. You should really look him up on Wikipedia. He was one of the pioneers of the psychedelic rock music era. In uh, 1965, I think he started out, if I'm not mistaken, with his brother. But the use of psychotropes drugs took a toll on him really, really quick. And by 1968, he was diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia. He was sent to a psychiatric hospital and involuntary received electroconvulsive therapy. I hate saying that. I really hate thinking about these things, these barbaric times. He came out of the hospital in 1974, picked up his career, but now with more of a rock song, and he started a band called Rock Averson and the Aliens. And in 1981, they released this song, which is really... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Just listen to it. And seriously, if you have time, look up Rocky Erickson on Wikipedia. Thank you so much again for being with me. Have a good week. Rocky Erickson and the aliens. I walked with a zombie.
4: here to let you know that there's no I in Team, but there is one in iTunes. So use your eyeballs, go there, and leave an eye review. No, it doesn't work.
0: Do it anyway!